Clearshore presents i at NIH, Pivoting the Curriculum, by Steve Blank, June 26, 2014, at steveblank.com. We've pivoted our Lean Launchpad i curriculum. We're changing the order in which we teach the business model canvas and customer development to better fit therapeutics, diagnostics, and medical devices. Over the last three years, the Lean Launchpad class has started to replace the last century's How to Write a Business Plan classes as the foundation for entrepreneurial education. The Lean Launchpad class uses the three Lean Startup Principles, Alexander Osterwalder's Business Model Canvas to frame hypotheses, Customer Development to test the hypotheses outside the building, and Agile Engineering to have teams prototype, test, and iterate their idea while discovering if they have a profitable business model. Teams talk to 10 to 15 customers a week and make a minimum of 100 customer visits. The Lean Launchpad is now being taught in over 100 universities. Three years ago, the class was adopted by the National Science Foundation and has become their standard for commercializing science. Today, the National Institutes of Health announced their i at NIH program. The one constant in all versions of the Lean Launchpad i class has been the order in which we teach the business model canvas. Value propositions and customer segments are covered in weeks one and two, emphasizing the search for problem solution and then product market fit. Next, we teach distribution channels. How are you going to sell the product? And customer relationships. How do you get, keep, grow customers? And revenue streams. What's the revenue model strategy and pricing tactics? Finally, we move to the left side of the canvas to teach the supporting elements of resources, partners, activities, and costs. Teaching the class lectures in this order worked great. It helped the teams understand that the right side of the canvas was where the action was. The left-hand side had the supporting elements of the business that you needed to test and validate, but only after you made sure the hypotheses on the right were correct. The lecture order was embedded in the Udacity lectures, the syllabi, and the educator's guide I open-sourced. Hundreds of teams in the NSF and my Stanford, Berkeley, Columbia, and UCSF classes learned to search for a repeatable and scalable business model in this way. Its consistency was the reason that the NSF was able to scale the i from 15 to 30 university sites. So why change something that worked so well? Rationale. Last fall at UCSF, we taught 125 researchers and clinicians in therapeutics, diagnostics, medical devices, and digital health in a Lean Launchpad for Life Sciences class. While the teaching team made heroic efforts to adapt their lectures to a standard Canvas teaching order, it was clear that for therapeutics, diagnostics, and medical devices, the order was wrong. Hypotheses about intellectual property, reimbursement, regulation, and clinical trials found on the left side of the canvas are as or more important than those on the right side of the canvas. I realized we were trying to conform to a lecture order optimized for web, mobile, hardware. We needed to cover intellectual property, reimbursement, 
regulation, and clinical trials a month earlier in the class than in the current format. The National Institutes of Health has adopted our class for its i at NIH program starting this October. Most teams will be in therapeutics, diagnostics, and medical devices. Therefore, we're going to teach the class in the following order. 1. Value Proposition 2. Customer Segments 3. Activities 4. Resources 5. Partners 6. Channel 7. Customer Relationships and 8. Revenue and Costs i at NIH Lecture Order Details Customer segments change over time. CROs or payers may ultimately be a resource, a partner, or a revenue source. But until you get them signed up, they're first a customer. Your potential exit partners are also a customer, and most importantly, who reimburses you is a customer. You get an introduction to reimbursement early here, while the details are described later in the revenue lecture. Activities are the key things you need to do to make the rest of the business model, value proposition, distribution channel, and revenue, work. Activities cover clinical trials, FDA approvals, freedom to operate, IP, licenses, software development, drug or device design, etc. Activities are not the product service described in the value proposition. They are the unique expertise that the company needs to deliver the value proposition. In this week, we generally describe the business rationale of why you need these. The specifics of who they are and how to work with them are covered in the Resource and Partners lectures. Resources Once you establish what activities you need to do, the next question is, how do these activities get accomplished? I.e., what resources do I need to make the activities happen? The answer is what goes in the resources box and, if necessary, the partners box. Resources may be CROs, CPT consultants, IP, financial or human resources, regardless of whether they're consultants or employees. Partners are external resources necessary to execute the activities. You've identified the class of partner in the resources box. This lecture talks about specifics. Who are they? What deals work with them? How to get them? How to work with them? Customer relationships is what we think of as traditional sales and marketing. Assembling an SAB, getting the KOLs, conferences, articles, etc. Customer relationships answers the question, how will we create demand and drive it to our channel? We think we now have a syllabus that will better fit a life science audience. Once the syllabus stops moving around, we'll open source it along with the educator's guide this fall. Lessons Learned The Lean Launchpad class has started to replace the last century's How to Write a Business Plan classes. The lecture order emphasizes testing the right side of the canvas first. That works for almost all markets. However, for life sciences, hypotheses about intellectual property, reimbursement, regulation, and clinical trials are critical to test early. Therefore, we created a more effective lecture order for life sciences.
Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time. 